We are literally two fucking weeks out from the self-made summit and I'm beyond excited to announce that anyone who cannot attend, you're still going to be able to, you know, relish and embrace all the fucking awesome knowledge bombs on branding, rebranding from all the guys that I'm bringing up there. Remote access is now going to be available for the self-made summit. No, it is not live. No, you don't get to like interact with Q&As. You want to do that shit? Fucking come to the self-made summit. But you can go to the link in my bio on Instagram and you can sign up and it's pre-sell only. We will not sell these after the summit. And you can go ahead and purchase all five of the keynotes being given there, the corresponding Q&As that happen after them, and then any of the PowerPoint lectures and material that were used during those keynotes so that you have over five hours of branding content from the best in the industry. If you are looking to reposition or rebrand your micro gym, go to the link in my Instagram bio or fucking come to the real thing, October 19th and 20th. Hurry up. There's maybe two and a half tickets left. What's up? It's Stu. It is what the fuck gym talk. And I got asked a question the other day. I was on a call. I'm not going to name the gym, but they asked me a question as it relates to my uh, business, business brand and your personal brand, whether or not you actually have like a personal brand, but like who you are as a person. I talk a ton about branding and authenticity and how authenticity wins. And the gym owners, there's a pair of them, pose this question to me. Stu, we see the difference between urban movement and what the fuck gym talk. We see that there's two huge polar opposites there. Like those are obviously two completely different brand voices. You got like, it's yin and yang, complete opposites. It's not really, yin and yang is horrible. That's, it's A and Z, okay? Opposite ends of the spectrum. And then we see like your personal stuff that you might do on your own Instagram and stuff like that. And that's obviously, you know, it honestly looks a lot more like WTF than it does urban movement. Well, we're looking inwards at ourselves, and we're saying, man, we like to really drink beer and smoke a little weed and have a good time, but we also enjoy fitness. But is it, would we be better off if we were authentic to that? Should we be talking about those kind of things with our fitness and like what we do with our brand? Would that, you know, you know, tank us Would people like, would that completely ruin us? Or would that be like the magic thing that nobody else is doing is being really authentic to who they are. And I thought it was an amazing question. So I, you know, I wish I would have been recording that conversation. Remember guys, always be documenting. So I'm going to try to recreate that magic. I believe authenticity always wins. I also believe you need to understand why you built the business. Urban movement was built because I saw a void, a white space. But ultimately, if I do end up franchising this thing, I am building it for other gym owners. I am building this, ultimately, if we go the franchise route, which I have every intention of doing, for other people to be able to own their own business, but with the playbook I've created, right? To be able to step in and do what it is they love to do and not have to worry about the fucking headaches and nuances of figuring the stuff out, the design, all the things that they're not inherently good at, I've already done for them. I'm building this for other gym owners, ultimately. I built What The Fuck Gym Talk for other gym owners. So I have two similar motives for two companies. Yet, the means means in which the brands speak and the type of clients they're looking to reach and what those clients are looking for are two different things. Let me explain. 
urban movement is looking to release, release, what the fuck is that word? Looking to reach a young professional currently in Charlotte, North Carolina, who is looking to fit fitness into their budding social schedule. They are what I call an athlete, second, third, or fourth. They are, you know, looking to evolve their fitness. They're that avatar. Okay, just to give a very gross overview. What the fuck Gym Talk is looking to speak to any gym owner who doesn't want to hear the fucking, you know, live your best day, all that kind of the fluffy pie in the sky shit. They're looking for someone to call them out. They're looking for someone to cut through the bullshit and tell them how to handle the what the fuck moments of their business in an entertaining and educational way. So two now, so I've got two motives, help gym owners, two different ways of doing it. Now with Urban Movement, I realize I need to speak to the, the, the sector of the market to make the fitness company profitable in order to be able to future franchise it and help gym owners. So to cut this forward to the gym owner that asked me the question, and for those of you guys thinking about yourselves, you might be thinking, yeah, you know what, I'm not gonna lie, like we are super this, this, and this with my business, but I'm kind of this, that, and that. Like I'm a little bit different. You know, I was talking with uh, Angelo, Angelo is the uh, owner of CrossFit O'Hare in Chicago, and he runs the Alpha Hippie Podcast. I was on that podcast recently, and if you have not listened to it, I've never had any. No one's ever asked me those questions. Those questions are shit you will not hear. And like, I've, There's no other content that has it on. He did a great job. He's a phenomenal interviewer. Angelo loves to go to uh, you know travel internationally, go to EDM shows, and fucking rave, right? I don't know what happens while he raves, but my guess is that side of his personal person, his core values, probably doesn't come out in the gym. Who knows, maybe some of the music they listen to, you know, you can see some notes of his personal brand coming through and some of the song selections they pick for the gym, or maybe not. Maybe it completely cuts it off. The gym owners I was speaking to, you know, I like to party, smoke a little weed, just chill out, like that kind of thing. It, Here's the deal. That element, there's nothing wrong with that. However, if you're in the client services business, the fitness industry, and the majority of your clients are this certain demographic in which that might speak to a minority of them or maybe a majority of them. If you were in Colorado, if you were in, you know, Portland, Oregon, if you were in one of these cities where, you know, marijuana is legal and that is a cultural thing, who knows? Maybe that would speak really, really well, and that authenticity could fucking flip it for you. Could literally be a game changer because nobody else is marketing with a language. It says, hey guys, if you're looking for a place where you can go ahead, get in an awesome workout, and then burn a few afterwards, hit us up. Like, I, I don't know. Authenticity will always win. But there are certain things you should keep to yourself. Let's talk the election, you know, circa four years, five years, wherever we're at, four years ago. I had recommended then that brands and businesses do not voice their political alignment through the business. Now, some people might say, well, that's being unauthentic. No, I mean, you can still believe that, have those thoughts, but your business, your website, your business's social media, you know, and if you are the sole, if you are the owner operator, like your personal page is also an extension of the business because you don't have anybody else running the shit for you you have an obligation to do things that are going to 
make that business profitable and making a statement, you know, Democrat or Republican, you're instantly pissing off 50% of people and especially around a very heightened um, election like we just had, that, you know, that could have been, that's polarizing, right? I don't care. How do you feel about gay marriage? I really, I, I don't give a fuck how you feel about gay marriage, but if you go out there and say, I don't think gays should be able to get married. Well, okay, that's fine. You're right. That is your fucking personal brand. That's your personal core values. But is that going to help the end goal why you started the business? Probably not. You started the business to help people, not to use as a platform for your fucking, you know, your point of view, which is ignorant. But what, that's a different topic. Guys, uh, when I going back to mine, urban movements is not there for me to talk about. Like, all right, for all the, you know, an urban movement is for, you know, wanting all the clients that aren't the fuck face, Kool-Aid drinking, competitive CrossFitters, all you silly double under chasing fucking seizure having, kipping bar muscle up, upside down, kipping handstand push up, Christopher Reevesing yourself into the fucking floor. Like, that's might be what I want to say. But that's not what urban, that's not, that's not why urban movement exists. That's not why I created that business for an extra platform. What the fuck Jim Talk can use that as a platform or my personal social media could, I guess. You have to think, everything's a domino effect. Once you own a business, guys, your person, your, your personal choices affect you. I went to Catholic school my entire life. K, kindergarten through eighth grade, I went to an, uh, a co-ed Catholic school, uniform, tie, the whole deal. And then in high school, I went to an all boys high school. Went to two of them. If we got in trouble, Outside of school, we were punished once we got back to school. That was something that was instilled in me at a young age. Like, you represent the school inside and out. And you see that at NCA, you know, high-level Division One players get in trouble for that kind of same thing. I think of that very similarly to the business. You, if you are a single owner-operator, the main coach, the main employee, you do represent the business. Stuart Brower at Urban Movement could actually get away with a lot more shit than a lot of you. Because I'm not the key player at Urban Movement. I've got, I, there's members in the gym who think I just work out with them at the 5.30 a.m. class. They have no fucking clue who I am. So if you have that, you know, autonomy there, autonomy is the right word, anonymity there, you need to, or you can realize that you can probably use your platform a little bit differently and say certain things that aren't going to come back as a backlash. And then those of you guys who don't, you got to realize that unfortunately that domino, you know, the ripples, if you throw that, skip that rock across the pond, those ripples are going to come back to shore real quick. Do you guys not think, like how many of you guys really think, you ever think about the dynamic I have? I own the gym and then I talk about raising prices on members and how not to listen to all the, the loud minority fucking sallies of your gym and fuck, you know, if they want this, it's not a good business move. Like, do you guys ever think about that dynamic? I'm able to pull that off because, again, the pl- I don't use Urban Movement as the platform that I add, and I really don't use Stuart Brower as the platform. If you guys look at my own personal social media, I'll share some what the fuck Gym Talk videos and stuff like that, but it's not the primary platform. What the fuck Gym Talk is, I've created a separate platform for that. So think about your core values as a person. If they are so drastically different than the business, and I guarantee you they don't, because I was asking these two gym owners, and I said, hey, do you guys, I mean, you guys are funny. You guys like to joke around and talk a little shit and have some witty banter back and forth. Do you have that with your members? And they're like, well, yeah. It's kind of, you know, it's like a thing. Like, that's that's part of your personal brand coming through, and that's okay. That's good. Like, that's good. Are the clients receptive to it? Yeah, it's like this fun thing. I mean, we're not, like, rude with it or over the top, but, like, 
yeah, we, you know, we tease each other and it's very playful. I'm like, that's great. That is a great example of your personal brand coming through in a good way. I, I hope you guys, I hope this is making sense. I know I don't, this isn't super, super black and white tactical kind of, you know, do this, not that. Step one, two, three. But I hope you guys are able to take the elements of this and, and really do with them what they are, which is realize that if you have just this one company, this micro gym that you run, this business you have, and you are a main player in the business, you probably need to be careful about what you do with your personal brand, with yourself outside of there. And you probably need to realize that there should be some decision-making, some thought decision-making when it comes time to you know, let elements of your personal brand play through your personal core values. You love to fucking go out to the clubs and, and blow lines of fucking Coke and you know, date strippers. That's dope. Good for you. Mazel tov. Good. Like fucking A. I got buddies you should totally meet. But I don't know if that's going to play through on your personal brand, right? Your, I'm sorry, your business brand. I don't know if that has a place. That's not the, that's not why you created the business. So, you know, in a roundabout way, guys, for those of you guys have one singular business, be smart with your decision making. Don't get lazy. Don't like, you know, use your business platform to talk about your agenda, especially if it's going to bite the hand that feeds you, the membership, the market. And the reason you built that business was not to advocate that you love doing, you know, this other stuff outside. It was to get people fitter, happier, healthier, create a community. And if you feel like using that to spew your own agenda on stuff, that's fine. It's your right. Just realize there could be a negative domino effect that hurts your pocketbook, reputation, business, whatever it may be. So just a few thoughts on that. It is a, it's a, there's a lot of gray there, right? There's a lot of gray. I would tell you to, uh, to real, if you're really concerned, confide in somebody, run it, create a draft, right? You ever like write that draft email or whatever, before you send it out, you send it to a friend or uh, a coworker, one of your employees to read it first, be like, am I being too much of a dick here? That's the guy that if you're really concerned, you need to find somebody like that. So anyway, I hope that helps. I know it was kind of more of an abstract one, but uh, it, it was what was on my mind as I was driving. So that's what you get guys. Take care. Self-made summit fucking be there.